Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Still to come here on uh, Room 104, you're going to be hearing from a woman who spent 190 days locked inside a cave, no internet, no phones, no communication with the outside world, no sunlight. 130 days. She did this back in 1989, so it was before streaming and everything. So if you're struggling to kind of survive in lockdown, she'll give you some tips as to how you can maybe make it a little less unbearable and a little less uh, painful than it is. We'll also be talking to somebody who will be able to manage your online dating life. So if you have, uh, uh, you know, if you're over overwhelmed with your dating life at the moment um you don't like online dating it's too time consuming you can now pay someone to manage it for you so you just have to show up on the dates they'll do all the swiping they'll do all the matching they'll do everything for you so you don't have to we'll be chatting to the ceo of that website a little bit later on right now though So this is the easy, I should say the easy, the simple part of the show, but not the easy part of the show. Someone is going to be on and they'll be telling you three things about themselves. If you are smart enough, if you are uh, perceptive enough to figure out which one of those three things is not true, you'll win. So you just got to let us know, is it the first, second or third thing they tell us uh, about themselves this evening? Joining us uh, on the line now uh, is an Irish actor who is, is Shane Robinson, sir. Shane, what's the story? How are you, sir? How are we doing? Good, thank you. Oh, We're doing good. Are you busy, Shane? You know, lockdown and stuff. I'm sure you're run off your feet acting and so on. There's a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> going inside internally and figuring out what the hell is is going on. <laughs> <laughs> what is the so, point yeah. of life at the moment? And yeah, why a lot didn't of I just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are the civil service still hiring? Because uh, that <laughs> might be a good option at the moment. Should have been think a teacher. Was a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> It's I'm like, totally not necessary. <laughs> yeah, it's like, am I an essential? Oh, no, look at that, I'm not. Uh, no. Okay. God, well, listen, uh, apart from that, was last year any good? Is 2021 looking good? I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Last year was great. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. I did a, a, a mockumentary boy band thing called Boys on Top, which was fantastic. So if you are bored, check that out. Oh, amazing, yeah. Boys on top, very good. Boys on top, yeah. yeah. It was about a failed boy band. Basically, these lads who um, were trying to ride off the coattails of the Spice Girls and Westlife coming yeah. back. <laughs> like, you know what, lads? Time to get the boy band back. Yeah, I think there's a need like on the market that, yeah. for some for some boy bands. There's a, there's a need for a new boy band, actually, to be honest. 100%. 100%. And what else are you uh, working on or were you working on before lockdown? 
And there's a few projects in the pipeline, a few things are in the edit, and unfortunately, all the festivals this summer are pretty much... Oh, yeah, down, the film so festivals are completely just pulled. All the festivals are kind of, yeah, so, so anything that was kind of either accepted or whatever is... I think everyone's just kind of taking a break. So and the unfortunate thing is there's a lot of things in production, like, because obviously, you know, TV shows are going to run out of yeah. content eventually. So there's a lot of a lot of things churning. So, But nothing's being released. So I have nothing free to promote at the moment, which is unfortunate. No one does. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's just like, what are you promoting? I'm going to Aldi tomorrow, and that's going to be the highlight of my week, I think. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a big production. <laughs> right. Um, come here, listen, I'm on your agency page right now and I'm, I'm seeing some of, you know, your skills and your talents and your CVs and I don't know if you're wow. the type of person to lie on your on your CV or whatever, but um, it says your accents, you can do a few accents, but can you do, uh, it says you can do a Cockney accent. Cockney accent, wow, on the spot, that's good. I know that's mean, on the spot on live radio, that is terrible. completely mean and, and, and not too bad, but Saoirse's got a brilliant Cockney accent. I have a terrible... I can't do any accents, Shane. I'm one of these people that, like, I just don't pick up accents at all. No matter no, on, how your, much I listen cockney, to it. Do your Cockney should we, accent. Should we try to have a conversation in Cockney? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, I don't even know what a Cockney accent oh, sounds like. Yeah. It's just, like, it's like <laughs> intense London, isn't it? <laughs> oh, mate. Peaky blinders. Is it not Peaky blinders? That's it. Bang on. Yeah, now, seriously, you go. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking That's of not it, Saoirse. Oh, That's not it, Saoirse. In a boy's way. All right. <laughs> If I try and sound like I'm constipated. Like, Nailed it. I mean, uh, God, you can quit the radio now and just do full-time uh, English Cockney. man Cockney accent. I think that'll work. <clears throat> right, I think so that'll go swimmingly. <laughs> you, have to do the, you have to do the rest of this segment in your best Cockney accent. Brilliant, yeah. In my best Cockney accent. I can't even do yeah. a girl's Cockney accent because I can't think of what it sounds like. <laughs> think of EastEnders. I don't watch EastEnders. I've never watched any EastEnders. Like Ross Kemp, Phil Mitchell. Uh, who else would be? Uh, Jason Statham has got a bit of a kind of Cockney accent, doesn't he? Yeah, Jason. You're naming men. Yeah. And no, I'm skipping. I'm skipping this part. No, you have to G- do give the rest. Give him another of the accent. Give him an easy. No, no, no. Accent. If you don't do Cockney for the rest of the show, I'm going to keep playing this. Please out. just do my bum. Do my bum the most. It's so relaxing. <laughs> Shane is like, what the hell is that? Shane, that was taken from last week when I was talking about. Yeah. Butt massages being really Please nice. Just okay, do- so- Which is absolutely fine. Look, whatever you're Yeah, into. it's totally fine. Yeah, yet. whatever I'm into. I'm not into anything weird. I'm just, you know. Look, we, all, we, all, have, we all think about things that we shouldn't. <laughs> <you know. laughs> and thankfully, uh, some of the churches here in Ireland have set up drive through confessions so we can still go socially distance and get a confession in, get a few oh, Hail Marys done. Oh, have you not really seen it? The communion. Have you not yes. seen the drive-through confessions? I can't remember where it was. It was a picture of the priest and you know they're two metres apart sitting in the car park and people can come in uh, and either do it in the car or sit down two metres away from the priest and have an old confession. Madness. <laughs> you got to love the dedication yeah. to the craft that we have here uh, in this country anyway. Anyway, anyway so um, Saoirse is, is uh, again going to continue to do her, her terrible Cockney accent for the rest of this bit of the show. But uh, Shane, you're coming on to tell us listen, three things yeah. about yourself. Now don't tell us obviously which one is the lie. Okay. Uh, we'll try and pry it out of you. But um, if, no if you're listening now and you think you know which one he is lying to us about, let us know. Is it the first, second or third thing? And you, uh, third thing, Jesus. Third thing. My uh, pronunciation is letting me down is right now. Is that your Cockney no. accent? Ooh, yeah, that was mine. <laughs> well, if you think Shane's lying about the first or the second... Oh, the third thing, you can drop us a blade and WhatsApp, right? Uh, and you can drop us that in, and then happy days, job done, right? Let us know which one you think he's lying about. So listen, uh, Shane, over to you. Give us yes. the first thing about you this evening that you have for us. So, 
So the first thing is, when I was in Berlin, I tried to get a taxi home back to Dublin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow, yeah. That, that would be um, expensive. It would be insane. Um, ridiculous. You probably, we end up getting kidnapped on the way. Who knows what could happen? True. I mean, God, that's uh, a... I know of people I mean, who've done something like similar, but they were in Galway mm-hmm. and they were like, you take me back yeah, to yeah, Dublin. Yeah. Berlin, oh wow, that's impressive. I can definitely see that happening, yeah. Different yeah, country, I could yeah. too. But we'll, uh, we'll continue on. What's okay. number two? What's story number two? So story number two is when I was uh, six years old, my grandfather made me stabilizer, stabilizers out of like wooden wheels, homemade stabilizers. He made them from scratch. Yeah. He was like, oh don't God, be buying stabilizers, I'll build them for him. It's such an outlet thing to do, isn't it? So why yeah. are you buying I'll, things I'll for him? Come out to the shed and he gets like the cover of a, of a bin and, some, and a plate and puts them on the side of your bike and goes, there you are now, grand. That's the good China, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that story. That's oh, cute, isn't it? Right. Uh, like, can again, you imagine uh, someone doing that nowadays? No one would ever do that for their kid th- these days or their grandkid. Yeah, man. Power of of the dad mind, like you mm. know. Love it. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. So that's the first two. Final one. Okay. So the final one is I won five grand, and um, doing in a rap battle before. In a rap battle. In a rap battle. Yeah. Oh my God, Sarah, she's such a good rapper. This could get so no, interesting. Like, I no, hope a, that is true. Yeah, I'm a very good rapper. Get your good uh, uh, alter ego, Rain the Scoo, back. Yeah, I have the a song out. Rapper, the female cockney rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do you know what? No, we didn't try that. That could be for the next the next uh, chorus, but... <laughs> <laughs> you two could be the background of that one, yeah. Yeah, we're just leaning over your shoulder, you know, repeating every second word you say. Hey, yo, yo. Oh, God. I think we're something here, guys. Uh, we can Look, drop this whole radio act first song t- to get off the ground. Um, okay, that's interesting. Rap battle. I don't know if that's true. That could easily be true as well. Interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. So now, uh, the three stories again, quickly before yeah. we move on, I just want to recap. So the first story was, uh, what was I it? Completely... Got a taxi home uh, oh, yeah. tried and, and tried to get a taxi home from Berlin. <laughs> tried to get a taxi home from Berlin. Outlad with the uh, stabilizers, the homemade stabilizers when you were homemade, a kid, yeah. and then uh, the last one you won five grand in a rap battle, right? So which one of those uh, is he lying about, in your opinion, when you hear that this evening now? Which one of those is kind of like, mm, I'm not really feeling, I'm not really buying it. 87 Hmm, Saoirse, what are, you, what are you siding with at the moment? Okay, Shane, don't tell us yet, but I think it's story number three is the lie. I do. I kind of feel that uh, story number one could have happened after a very heavy night out in Berlin. And you might have got in the taxi and you didn't know where you were. And you presumed you were up the road from, from home. So you decided, yeah, just go to Dublin. It's grand. Yeah. That's, uh, so I think that that could, that could happen. I think the stabilizer thing is too random to just come up with. So I think that's true. And then I right, think okay. the rap battle, you might have come across something recently or you came across a rap battle and then decided to use that story uh, to your advantage and say that you won money. So I think that's fake. So you're going with story number three. Yeah, I'm going with story number 
Okay, uh, Daryl has WhatsApped in. He's saying story number three as well. Jacinta thinks story number one, uh, trying to get a taxi home from Berlin as well. Marcus said story number one. Uh, Darren uh, is saying story number one as well. Doesn't believe it, right? So listen, let us know what you think. 0876797104. Don't tell us. Don't give away anything just yet, Shane, right? Uh, if you can... Uh, yeah, don't, don't be saying nothing. If you're going to hang on there, um, we'll try and get a little bit more information out of you in, in a few minutes' time. But uh, which story do you think is not true this evening? Is it the first? Is it the second? Is it the third one? We'll get back to it right after the week. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. First, though... We're in the middle of uh, doing Poker Face. We invite a guest on. They tell you three things about themselves, one of which is a dirty, rotten, filthy lie. And if you are able to spot which one it is, it, you'll win this evening. So is it the first, second or third thing that they were talking or telling you about themselves? On this evening, Irish actor Shane Robinson joins us on the line. Uh, Shane, can you quickly give us uh, the quick three things that you just told us there again, uh, briefly? Yeah, no, no problem, man. Uh, try to get a taxi home from Berlin. Um my granddad made me wooden stabilizers when I was uh, five years old, and then I won five grand in a rap battle. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Who were you in Berlin with? Uh, four of my good mates. And was it long ago? Uh, yeah, I think I was what, 22. It was, yeah. That's definitely a 22 year old thing to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, it was, it was our first time in Berlin. Um, yeah, it was, I, I can't, I don't, I don't think it's fair on them to go into the story how it all happened. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need Berlin, details, don't worry. Yeah, Berlin's great crack. I, I was there um, on a stag a couple of years ago with like 20 of our mates and uh, <clears throat> Berlin and Germany are famous for their beer halls, you know, so you go in and yeah. obviously you probably went to loads of them as well while you were over there, which might have led to uh, uh, some irresponsible yeah. drinking uh, it was one of those, <laughs> at the time. One of those eight, ten o'clock in the morning Sure, we're in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. What happens yeah, there stays you know, there. Day, no, that's but, just. Huh? But uh, when, when we were... What happens uh, in Berlin when, stays in Berlin. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Them's the rules. But when we were over there, a mate of ours didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, and we went out for some food and a couple of beers in a beer hall where, you know, they're massive. They have, like, rows yeah. and rows and rows of outside, uh, you know, long tables. And you just happen to fall asleep at, like, four in the afternoon. And we got, I have to, as you say, we got 100 people from all of the other tables to crowd in around them for a massive <laughs> photo. <laughs> it's the greatest photo of our life. It's just him there asleep on the table and literally hundreds and hundreds of strangers behind him just going, way yeah, get the photo. Of yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus there taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely magic, right? So, uh, Sushi, which, which one do you think is, is, are you going with? Which one is not true? Which one is Shane lying to us about this evening? I still think it's number three. I still think he is lying about the fact that he won money in a rap battle. Well, Five listen. grand. In a rap the, the rap battles, I don't know if they're still going on, but they were a huge part of like the subculture in Dublin there for a while. There's loads oh, of videos up on YouTube of rap battles. They're amazing. So yeah, they, and they, there is I, a big Irish scene. I was in um, a music video for uh, Bunzo and Collie, if you know those guys. They're like mm. uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good uh, Irish rappers, old school rappers. Um, so that kind of whole thing. And I was always into it when I was younger. And then there was this basically competition that was in, um, like, what, what do you call it? Like, I guess it was, it was one of these, like, event organization kind of things that was done yeah. in public. 
and like the, the, the talent was terrible it was kind of like just sign up <laughs> and that's and that's why like I was like ah, here I'll just do this for the laugh not thinking of it and then you know when you don't care about something and you just like do it anyway you just nail it and there's no nerves you're, 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 you're in the flow oh, yeah. actually went surprisingly well <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So listen, are you, sticking, are you sticking with them? Um, are you sticking with three? I'm going to have to lock an answer in here from you, Susha. I'm going to lock down number three, but you gave enough information there for me to question myself. Right. Okay, that's good. Arbs has gotten in touch. Good evening, Arbs. How are you doing this evening? How, how was the bank holiday weekend? Go anywhere nice, like outside or for a walk? Uh, he wants to know, did Shane, did you go any distance at all in the taxi because he thinks that one is made up? Did I go any distance? Like, did you get okay. into the taxi at all and say, Dublin, please, and then did, like, <laughs> did you bring you home? So the first, it was, so I have to say it was snowing, so I was just dying to get home. Uh-huh. Because it, it was in February. So then I get into the first taxi. I was in a very, I would say, altered state of mind. And I go, I give my address, and the guy is like, what, 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 what? And I'm like, ah, here. <laughs> and I go, you know what? Forget it. I'll get a different taxi. Get into a different taxi. My address, whatever. He's all like, uh, woo. and then I like, oh, forget about it. And this is like before times, like you know, every every phone had GPS. So in the third taxi, I was like, you know what, man, I'll direct you. And I just started <laughs> going, yeah, go on, go on, go on what a, somewhere down here. Or, what part of Dublin were you living in at the time? Uh, I was living just like on the Finglas Road. Oh, so yeah, just direct them out to Finglas from Berlin, yeah. going, listen, it's just, <laughs> just, just, just this way, left. man, just off the M50, and we'll oh, be there, don't worry about yeah. it. Exactly. Um, and then, until I realised that, um, yeah, I'm in East Berlin, and I'm staying in a hostel in West Berlin, and yeah, it's very exciting. Dems, Dems are the problems of life, unfortunately, yeah. when you're 22 yeah. and you're going uh, uh, going up doing that yeah. massive. Right, okay, so... Um, Did you have to pay? That's what I want to know. Uh... There's a, there's a lot of basically the taxi man named drive me to, drive me to a police station and then happens. <laughs> oh, okay. The, play the, I'm a stupid Irish guy. Yeah, They're just handing potatoes out for free to everyone. Going, oh, we're all friends here. Don't worry about it. There you go. Right. Um, okay, so listen, before you give us any more information, Asirsha, you're sticking reluctantly with story number three um, yes. about the rap battle. Um, a lot of people saying story number one. I said Arabs, Daryl is now saying number one, changed his mind. As I said, Jacinta, uh, Darren and Mark and a few others. Uh, okay, wow. so I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with story number two just for the crack. I'm going to say the stabilizer story is not true. I, th- okay. I, w- I want to believe that the rap battle story is true and I want to believe that the Berlin taxi story is true. So before, uh, and then the last couple of, another quick message in there from somebody who thinks number two as well. Agreeing with me, Katie, thank you. Me and you, Katie, are on the same page here. Happy days. So listen, before you tell us which one of the stories is not true, two of them are obviously correct and 100% true. So will you just tell us one of the stories that is 100% true? One story that is 100% true did happen was the taxi from Berlin. (gasps) Okay. We're both still safe. (sighs) We have been eliminated. Sorry, Jacinta. That's after knocking out Jacinta. Arbs, now, you know, Arbs said that sounded uh, a little bit made up, but I think everyone has a stupid taxi story. And Uh, especially when you're abroad, like you don't know what you're doing. No, boys do. Boys have really bad taxi stories. Always. Hashtag not all boys. You either become best mates with a taxi man or worst enemies, like, when you're younger. Exactly. 
Yeah, that's true. Oh, God. Um, right, so that leaves us with the Berlin taxi story being true, which is amazing. So it's either uh, he is lying, Shane is lying to you this evening about uh, winning five grand in a rap battle back in the day or having uh, stable, homemade stabilizers put in on his bike when he was a young lad. Right, so last chance to get involved in this. It's either story number two or story number three, which is made up and not true. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. I'm sticking with story number two. And Saoirse, last chance. Do you want to uh, mix it up or stay with number three? No, I'm going to stay with number three. Oh, oh, it gets tense and it gets interesting. Right. So this evening now, Shane, playing poker face yeah. for the beautiful bank holiday or post bank holiday blues that we have here this evening. I suppose you can put us out of our misery right now. Which story? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. is made up. I did not win five grand. Oh, no! <gasps> yeah! I never win this game. Go me. I'm clapping and patting myself on the back at the same time. I am a genius. Oh, no. I did enter a rap battle. But I did not See, win I knew there was battle. some truth to that story. There was definitely, you knew too much about it. I'd say you were in a music video as well, were you? I was, yeah. Yeah. See? Well, what, what do you do in those um, rap music videos? Do you just stand in a group at 17 other young lads in grey tracksuits with your hands down your pants going, yo. <laughs> this, one, this one had a bit of taste to it. Um, oh, it nice. was called Lazy Bones. So shout out to Funzo and Collie. Uh, it's actually class, class tune. Um, I was just pretending to be like an executive trying to sign these two puppets. So they had these, these two puppets. One of the puppets ah. RTE. Metaphors. Yeah, it was good. So that's kind of how... And then I... Stupidly got into like rap music when I was like 16 in school and decided, like, you know what? I could do that. He's <laughs> <laughs> fascinating. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, God. Yeah. No, I like that story. Happy days. So uh, you, you did, in fact, get homemade stabilizers made for you? I did, yeah. Um, my granddad basically had all this wood from one of the trees that got chopped down at the back garden. And he got really into, like, trying to carve things out of them and, like, make, you know, anything wooden, like chairs or whatever. And then, basically, he was like, I'm going to make you some homemade stable house. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and you're like, know, oh, okay, pal, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's in that, like, uh, pet project kind of thing, so... Yeah, that was the way everyone was getting wood-based presents for the next couple of years. It was like, hey, coffee table, I'll get you that, don't worry about it. Yeah, I've read a tutorial on this, so like, you know. (laughs) He knows what's going on. Well, listen, uh, fair play, you fooled me, you didn't fool Sish this evening, you fooled a hell of a lot of other people. Uh, Well done you, sir, and listen, thanks a million for popping on. We know you've nothing nothing to plug at the moment because no one has anything to plug. Uh, Social media handles before we let you go, uh, if you want to go and follow Shane, where can... uh, where can we yeah, go? Yeah, if you want to follow me um, on Instagram, I'm down as Shaney Poops. Um, oh, lovely. My, yeah, I do a lot of photography stuff and then a few of my acting, I do probably some of the acting stuff out there. And then the last thing is, if, if you are bored, do check out Boys on Top uh, on YouTube. Just type in Boys with a Z. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it's a comedy six-part series, so it should be Perfect. a bit of crack. Deadly, yeah. Boys on Top, up on YouTube right now and go follow Shaney Poop on uh, Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like a creep even saying that name. I feel like I need to touch your nose. I had it it on Shane Robinson, official actor, and then I was like, that is so pretentious. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go with the Shady Poop is actually a much better one instead of like uh, official Shane actor profile page. Contact my agent. Yeah. Nah, never. Oh, God. Well, listen, Shane, uh, very best of luck with anything in the future. Always welcome back on, and uh, thanks for joining us this evening. All right, have a great night. Thank you very Thank much. You. Good luck. Bye, 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 Okay, There cool. we go. I won. What well, did I win? you. I know Devastated. nothing. I was like, hoping. Maybe I, I was letting my emotions. Oh, do you want a foghorn for that? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 didn't give you the, I didn't give you the horn for that. Yay. Please I'm just so do my bum. Do you can't play a foghorn and then into the bum. I can do whatever I want. If all the buttons here want to be. Please just do my bum. Do my bum the most. It's so relaxing. Sir Shalom 2020, ladies and gentlemen. I d- just where would you be with it? Do right? you know what I think that is? I think that's AI. I think you've just made that up. I don't think I actually said that. Oh yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, listen, I was tra- trawling through the audio from uh, last week's show, finding that hours and hours of fun for the whole family. <laughs> uh, listen, we'll, we'll do that again next week. Still to come on the show for you this evening. Control Alt Delete. It's a roundup of the tech stories and the science stories from <clears throat> from the last few days. Uh, next, though, if you're sick and tired of. Uh, Tinder, if you're sick and tired of uh, Plenty of Fish and Bumble and the online dating game, it's too exhausting, you're spending too much time there and you're afraid that you're going to die alone but you have not got the time to find an actual partner, there is a solution because there's a solution for absolutely everything on the internet and that solution is outsourcing your dating. So would you think about doing it? Outsourcing your dating so someone else can manage it online and just set up the dates for you. There's a website that does it, it's called uh, vitaselect.com or sorry, VidaSelect.com, V-I-D-A, select.com. We're going to be chatting from the CEO who will be explaining to you how exactly it works, why you might be getting involved, and some of the successes and the benefits and things like that that run from outsourcing your dating. So that's on the way next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Uh, and uh, if you're single, if, if you're like most people, right, you've struggled with some form of your dating life, maybe it's just it's too, many, too much work, maybe it's uh, you just hate online dating and you can't manage it there might be a solution for you and Saoirse I think you might love this do you know what I'm going to absolutely love this and funny that you talk about this right now I was on the phone to my friend on Saturday and she said she had the most embarrassing on uh, over the phone dating experience a zoom date with a guy oh, on Friday no. night she fell asleep <laughs> she actually fell asleep on him 
<laughs> not on him obviously she wasn't near him but yeah she fell asleep and he messaged her the next day saying um just letting you know that i think you might have fallen asleep last night but i will be up for another date with you now what i'm more concerned about is was he watching her asleep i don't know <laughs> yeah that'd be weird that'd be like okay maybe don't go on a second zoom date with this guy and um, but you know if you are struggling with dating it's probably gone a little bit harder but maybe you struggled before just because of too much commitments too much work too much hassle that you just ugh, couldn't be yet uh, dealing with it there is of course a solution to your problems. There's a beautiful website called virtualdatingassistance.com where you can have somebody basically manage your dating and your online dating for you. Joining us now on the line to talk a little bit more about it, where this idea came from, how exactly does it work, how it can help you, by the way. Uh, Scott Valdez, the CEO, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. So um, explain, what exactly is the website virtualdatingassistance.com? So the website, it's actually now vitaselect.com, but it's the same the same concept as it was before. Basically, what we do is we set up profiles for our clients on uh, you know, different dating platforms, and we do all the heavy lifting. You know, for a lot of our clients, it just comes down to getting quality matches. You know, a lot of us have struggled mm. with online dating in terms of meeting the right people. It feels like everyone meets not the right person, or maybe in some cases we have a hard time meeting anyone. And so what we do is we come in and we you know, add a lot of expertise into the process in terms of which are the best platforms for your search. You know, What's the best way to write a really compelling profile that's going to capture the attention of the person that you'd like to attract? And we handle everything right down to the messages and actually setting up the dates. Uh, you know, today that may be a Zoom date, you know, like the girl in, who uh, fell asleep on her team. <laughs> but um, but the reality is, is that people today are still, you know, I think even more so than ever, we're really desiring connection. And so, you know, there's a lot of activity on these platforms today. But, of course, this new normal in the dating world uh, mm. brings a lot of questions. And that's one of the things that we've been helping our clients with today is just kind of navigating, you know, the post-COVID dating scene. I love it. I think it's brilliant. And, like, it's different to, obviously, any of the dating sites that you would go on. Because I even said this to Cormac before. Would you ever put your work? place on your profile or your bio like I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing like so you know what to do basically yeah yeah of course like you know they're haven't done this for for 10 years we know how to navigate these because at the end of the day like there's certain putting your workplace you know may or not may not be a good idea depending on how easy it is to identify you know that person so for yourself you know maybe with a unique name as you have and the station you work at that may be enough for someone you know that you don't want to find you to find you so, you know, there are a lot of ins and outs of dating effectively and safely today in kind of our modern dating world that a lot of people would like a little extra help with. And that's where we come in. And we take all the time out of it, of course, too, because it's incredibly time consuming. You know, the average user of dating sites and, and apps, according to academic research, spends somewhere in the, in the range of about 12 hours a week. Wow, that's a hell of a lot of time. So if I was to sign up for this now, first and foremost, don't tell my fiance, but second, <laughs> what exactly is the service? What happens from start to finish? So we, we begin with about a 90-minute call where we need to get to know a ton about you and what you're looking for in a partner. And mm. so, you know, based on that, that's really what enables us to begin a, a very targeted search on your behalf. So we'll recommend usually somewhere between two to four dating sites to nap. We'll get to work on creating the profiles. Now, it's really important for us and for you that everything that we do is a representation of the real you. So we'll 
present those profiles to you and you'll give us any feedback. If anything doesn't quite feel right, we're going to edit it until it feels completely authentic. And so we'll, you know, kind of finalize the, the profiles. Photos are super important today. So a lot of our clients will meet up with a photographer. Others will take selfies in their home and we'll Photoshop them. We can do really incredible things today with uh, editing. Of course, we want to make sure the photos always look like you, that they're recent, but we also, you know, want to really make sure that as a whole, they communicate the real attractive you, kind of some of your hobbies and things that you like to do. So we put together a really attractive photo lineup and then we'll go out and find matches. So all you really do on an ongoing basis is just review the matches that we present to you and give us a yes or a no on each one. We want to make sure that you're excited about each and every match you meet with us. And the way we ensure that is by letting you basically be a gatekeeper. And so, you know, once we have your approval, we do all the back and forth and we'll take things offline. All you really need to do is make sure that you, you know, read through the messages and, you know, skimmer profiles so that you don't, you know, mix up Mary with Megan, right? Um, and so that's you know, your, your homework and then you'll show up and, and make a great impression on the date. Now we do provide, you know, a lot of advice on the dating side yeah. of things to our clients to make sure that they start off on the right foot. But that's the, the basic rundown of how we get you from A to Z and in a relationship with your ideal and partner. So is somebody, let's say I, I, we decided to try Tinder out. Is someone else in your company literally managing my Tinder, swiping left and right, having conversations with people? 100%. So, you know, we're not doing a ton of Tinder because our clients are generally very long-term relationship focused. So, you know, Tinder is not necessarily our go-to, but <laughs> in terms of it being, you know, described in a way that everyone can understand it because everyone knows what Tinder is, we are literally going into the app and we're doing all the swiping, messaging, everything wow. for you and then you're showing up on the date. Cormac, this is where you went wrong. So Cormac, for Valentine's Day, tried to get me a date, so set me up on Tinder and he managed my whole profile. So this was ongoing and the whole point was for me to meet someone on Valentine's Day, go for a coffee and see where it went from there. So, I mean, he did a good job. You you whittled it down to a few guys and then picked one, but he never showed up. And she's still not over on the date. she's single. So yeah. what we've learned from that is uh-huh. I could probably never work for your company <laughs> because... <laughs> Uh, my selection process didn't actually pan out in the end. But um, is this tough? For, so for, you've got literally humans managing, I imagine, multiple different people's profiles and, and uh, accounts, for want of a better word. Is, is it tough for people who are managing the day-to-day different data to like jump jump from one headspace to another? Because if I was managing Saoirse and nine of her friends, I think it would be very, I don't know, be very overwhelming to kind of get into Saoirse's head. She wants this kind of guy and then move into another person and get into this kind of headspace. So how does that all work? Is it, is it tough on the people who are doing the day-to-day swiping? We we do a lot to make sure that it, that every client has a, a really strong base file that allows our you know writers to go from one client to the next and do all the proper screening. I think like anything else, you know, it's, it may seem overwhelming to you now, but once you've been doing it all day every day for a long period of time, you know, you you become very adept at kind of jumping into one profile and and really doing the the right you know searching and voice for that particular client right. and then going to the next. And so, I mean, for us, the way that we represent clients is really important because at the end of the day, they're the ones who are going out and meeting these matches. And and, and so, you know, we do a lot at the beginning to make sure that we're capturing that, vo- that their voice. We have different, you know, styles of writing that we have the client choose from. So there's about seven styles for men and women. And so, 
you know, that's kind of the, you know, there, there are certain standards that are set early on, and that's what the writer is, con- you know, consistently referencing as they go in and, and kind of do their searching and screening. And are you only based in the States, or can you manage my profile? Oh, we can manage your profile. We, we have, you know, lots of clients in the UK, actually. We're a US company. We have a, we have a, a writer in London and, and a couple other people who are based in Europe. And so we do you know, quite a bit in uh, throughout Europe, especially in, you know, across the, the UK. And Ireland, of course. Well, yeah, we're, we're in Ireland yeah, here, so, you know, we, we don't want to oh, yeah, uh, right. talk about the, the fight between us and the UK. <laughs> uh, that's a different, yeah. a different story for a different night. Oh, it depends on how Brexit and this whole coronavirus thing goes. But listen, again, a different topic for a different yeah. conversation. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Listen, uh, if you've just tuned in, by the way, Scott Valdez, he runs avidaselect.com where they will manage your online dating profile for you. So if you're sick and tired of Tinder and Plenty of Fish and all those things and find it far too time-consuming, but you still don't want to die alone and you want to find someone, uh, Scott is the person that you need to, to get in touch with. Um, have you ever found, like, I wonder what some of the feedback is when, let's say, I go out on a date with someone and I've outsourced my dating and I meet them for the first time. Like, do I tell them that, hey, listen, you, you were talking to an assistant of mine, someone who's been managing my dating. Like, has there ever been a kind of, I don't know, a, a negative feedback? Uh, like, you know what I'm trying to say? It, it, it's what wasn't exactly transparent. You weren't exactly, they weren't exactly talking to me, for example. They were talking to, um, as you said, one of your writers. Like, is there ever any issues or do you ever get any flack over that? Yeah, of course. I mean, it can happen. I mean, the reality is that I've never heard of it really backfiring on a client when they've mm. taken the time to get to know someone and felt that there was really a connection there. So like many other topics, it's not exactly the best first date topic, right? Um, <laughs> a lot of things that probably, you know, when you're just getting to know someone that you may not want to dive right into. And this is falls squarely into that camp. So you know, our advice for our clients is generally speaking, the, the, the more they get, they, they know you and, and, and really like you. So we're talking about you know, at least the second date, usually you know, more like the third, the less they're going to care, you know, about anything, much of anything that you did before you met them. Of course, you know, yeah. if they have an STD, that might be a little bit different, right? <laughs> but uh... and, you, and have you had any really strange uh, requests or people kind of being very specific on what they want? Yeah, of course. I mean, we've had, you know, some very, very, over the years, we've had some very extreme kind of uh, search criteria and you know most of those we've just rejected as clients so we have you know had clients who we had a you know client in in Canada who had a about a, a two inch height range she had to be Christian she had to have natural blonde hair she had I mean the list goes on she I think she had to have a master's degree so we literally exhausted Canada in like two days we had to go international <laughs> because there just weren't people who matched these you know these criteria and so you know, they were using obviously more sites so that we can we can and, you know, put in all these these different parameters versus apps that are just, you know, like your tender, you just look at a picture, picture, picture. So, you know, some people do have very, very specific searches and we can usually cater to them until they start to get, you know, really, really weird and creepy and then we don't do that. <laughs> yeah, like that's a, that's a different website you want to be looking for and a different type of assistant. <laughs> Scott's not going to be exactly. looking after that for you. Uh, how, many, how many writers do you currently employ? We, uh, on our team right now, so it's a, it's a mixture of, of writers and, and matchmakers, we we have about 80 people uh, that are actually performing the execution side of the service. Wow, what a fun huge job. Amount. Yeah, it's a, I'd wonder, like, yeah. So is, is it copywriters that you look for? I mean, if, if I was applying for a job, what experience do I need to have or what skills do I need to have to be able to, you know, be a, a dating assistant? You just basically need to be good at this in, in, a, in a way where we can, you know, you have the right writing skills and, and optimally the right background for us to take you to the next level pretty quickly. 
we do like simulated tests where we have, we throw them in the middle of conversations. We have them write hypothetical clients profiles timed so they're, you know, not given. I think the, the, the current test about is has a 45 minute time li- limit. Yeah. And so basically we're trying to test specifically on the skills that they need to be successful in this job since it's not like this big industry where we can hire proven professionals, you know? And so <laughs> right, we, we hire people who, exactly. I mean, you know, obviously people who have, you know, writing degrees and have a lot of experience, you know, I mean, people who have spent a thousand plus hours in doing different, you know, writing endeavors are, are going to do better on a test like this than someone who, you know, just has a totally different background. So the people who end up screening, most of them are writers by trade. And, uh, and of course that's, you know, there's an interview process and, and everything else that you would expect, but we start by, you know, just trying to get as specific as we can in terms of the skills that we test. Cool. Fascinating. Cool. I love it. It is good. It could be something for you, sir. Final question, Scott. I hope you don't mind me asking. Um, if Saoirse was to outsource, Saoirse, uh, if she was to outsource <laughs> her dating to to your website, to Vita Select, um, how much is it going to cost her? So our packages for the initial month they start at six hundred and ninety-five U.S. dollars. Our most popular package is eight ninety-five. So it's kind of a range of packages depending on what her search criteria look like. You know how what kind of results she'd like. You know in terms of how many matches she'd like to meet in a given month, etc. But uh, that's at least kind of a baseline of where the investment is. And uh, our services are not cheap, you know. it's uh, Any matchmaking services tends to be pretty pricey. The reality is that it only really makes sense if you're looking for the person that uh, hopefully you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And that's the reason we don't even, you know, work with clients who are just looking to date casually. We're looking mm-hmm. to create long-lasting connections. And then when you look at the value of, you know, meeting the person, hopefully you'll spend the rest of your life with, the investment of our services, you know, much, much, you know, lower in terms of the, the perceived cost. But yeah, there's no other way around it. It's, it's an investment. Oh, that's that, I, mean, I right. find my husband. Yeah, that's yeah. priceless, Saoirse. That's, love is absolutely priceless. Don't worry about the uh, don't worry about the cost. And you'll make it all back in the ring he'll put on the finger as well, Saoirse. Though <laughs> it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be Actually, fine It could be an investment. You pay 800 on whatever and then you marry a rich guy and there then, you go. Um, yeah, you get the money back fairly, fairly good. 20 grand ring and then you sell the <laughs> ring, get half his money and leg it and job done. Happy days. Everyone is happy. And of course, Roy, you're only taking this. Um, so, listen, Scott Valdez from uh, the online dating service, which is avidaselect.com, V-I-D-A select.com, by the way. You can use it right here in Dublin. He'll look after you and make sure that he takes a lot of the stress and the hassle from uh, online dating and hopefully find you find you someone a little bit long-term. Listen, Scott, thanks a million for popping on. Very best of luck with the with the business. And who's, who knows, listen, Saoirse might be in touch um, a little bit later on. All right. Yeah, let me know how you, how your search goes. I'd, I'd love to help in any way that I can oh, I so will. you don't get stood up on another date. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Thanks again for having me. No worries at all. And listen, uh, let us know. Would you would you think that outsourcing your dating life would wind up better for you, especially your online dating life in the long run? Would you have more success if someone else was managing your Tinder and your Plenty Fish and everything else? Let us know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.